Hello, hello. Welcome to In a Nutshell, a podcast focused on innovation, entrepreneurship, and bringing about change. I'm Akshay Sareen, your host for a series where we explore social entrepreneurship. In a Nutshell, of course, a podcast by First Main in collaboration with Blessed By. Our guest for today is Sanam Jain, who is a social entrepreneur. And we're going to explore what a social organization is in today's episode. As an individual, he's entrepreneurial, amiable, honest, and loves to travel. So, like, tell me about the amiable and honest part of it. Like, why is that something that's important to you or something you felt that's important to mention? Um, I guess for me, it's about, uh, like, I love connecting with people and the fact that I'm amiable makes it easier for me. My pers- like my personality is that right. where it's just easy for me to connect and like even strike a conversation with a person like whenever I'm traveling or on a train or like a flight. Mm. So it's just the personality that is important over there. Mm. And um, honesty, it just brings in a different element of the other person. Like if you're honest and that is seen in the conversation or that is seen in your uh, the way you speak the body language the other person receives it and like honesty hits the other person hard like if you're honest it's easy like again for me it's all about connecting right it's all about connecting with people yeah because when you think of honesty you would think of it as being a personality trait that you own so like a lot of people say honesty because it makes me feel good or like you know i have a there's a cleanliness of heart or whatever it might be. But for you, mm-hmm. honesty is an outwardly projected and focused trait. That's quite interesting. And you understand how honesty enables good quality relationships. So yes. that's an interesting, interesting angle to it. And so that has worked in my favor. That has worked in my favor. So, yeah. So I, I really liked um, the idea of bridge cultures, which is, um, you know, providing experiential learning opportunities uh, with social enterprises in India. So it's a nice concept. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it connects uh, kind of directly to the topic of conversation, which is social entrepreneurship and what is social entrepreneurship. Two two part question, I guess. One is that, you know, what is social entrepreneurship to you? And mm-hmm. um, while it's a really nice idea, Bridge Cultures, what is the business model behind it? So. Answering your first question, what is social social entrepreneurship to me? It's having an impact and building business around it. Hmm. So for me, anything that I do, like as a person after like it happened in 2012, when I started, that was my first um, stint in the social sector where I was hmm. working in Ahmedabad with this organization called Innovation Center for the Poor. Okay. And that is where I was working with uh, urban communities of Ahmedabad. And I realized like this is something that is giving me immense amount of um, satisfaction. Set aside the salary, set aside what others are saying and everything. So that inclination came in. And because of that, it kind of became very clear in my mind that whatever I do has to have a social impact. So that is one. And then, of course, like in the current practical world, we have to survive. So, yes, I want to make money as well. So that is where I got these two together. So I wouldn't say yet that Bridge Cultures is a social enterprise completely because it's a complete for-profit entity, but it is definitely working only with social enterprises. So uh, that uh, takes me to the next question where like, uh, what's the business model or what do we do in that? 
so yeah. it's like we in simple terms we connect individuals from across the globe to social enterprises in india yeah. for internships and volunteer learning opportunities because uh, like there is a huge disconnect there as much as many people want to come to india um, engage with social enterprises and like get that experience and everything when they think about coming to india they think it is like a high risk country hmm. it's a third world country and what like what all before yeah. you scare people off from coming to india um i wanted to get back to the business model aspect of it because it's yeah. a great idea and everything hmm. needs a foundation to stand on first first thing the business model around it is because we are providing services there are two kinds of services one is connecting with the social enterprise that is the placement like okay. any other placement firm would work so there's a service fee a placement fee to that mm -hmm. and second is we take care of the cultural integration and immersion so right from pre departure on arrival orientation setting up accommodations and like connecting them with cultural activities and everything so mm -hmm. there's a service fee to that okay and of course at the end of the internship like be it 2 months or 6 months or whatever we have like a very specific reflection session so that is something mm. uh, that we are very particular about because especially when you work in the social sector with a social enterprise there is a immense amount of learning that goes into that you are actually right. grasping in but yeah. it wouldn't be of any use if you have not reflected on it if you have not thought about okay what have i learned actually so we enable that reflection session at the end so all nice. these things come with a service fee that's the business model addition to what you said um you said impact i want to also understand what impact means to you impact over here is one mm. is the impact that the individuals work will have on the right. organization that they intern with and that directly will have an impact on the community or the the domain in which they are working in so there's okay. a impact because for example if i can i can give you an example where um, a business student a business mm. major student came from the us and he worked with this social enterprise called eco shelter um and he particularly worked on setting up the business strategy and everything and like streamlining all the processes and so on along with the founder so his right. efforts over here are impacting the organization and that organization is working basically on low income roofing technologies so right. that's the impact there that is one the second one is the personal impact so it can again it can be termed in terms of uh, empathy because you work with a social enterprise you're building your empathy do you think there are any kind of particular qualities or what makes a social entrepreneur is it a life experience or is it kind of personality or more specific to you like what made you a social entrepreneur being compassionate empathetic and being like um, being observant towards what is going on around you then of course like if you want to be an entrepreneur then you have to have that entrepreneurial quality and uh, risk taker hmm. are these qualities that you talk about something that your family encourages or is it something just unique to you like the empathy and all of that sensitivity empathy uh, and being like empathy also trickles down to being kind and all that is clearly coming to me from my dad like okay. uh, i have seen him all along where whenever he's talking about and like being kind to people like do whatever like how much ever you can for the people like if you as small as like giving some money to someone or like right. bringing in ration to some family like my dad has been doing that for ages and mm. he used to speak about uh, like a very specific uh, incident this that comes to my mind where 
when you're kind when you're giving to someone or to something that comes to you you're not even expecting that to come back but it comes to you in some way and i remember my dad telling me when in one of the years he met with multiple accidents and uh, he was like i am safe because of whatever we have been doing as a family or whatever has been going from my side and that struck me like that stays with me even today and that will stay it's like you give you're just kind and be sensitive don't expect anything you'll be mm. fine so i guess the empathy question comes from there mm. and uh, being a risk taker or uh, in like work, being a social entrepreneur is not a family thing or not coming from there for me it's unique with me because uh as i told you in 2012 i started working in amdavad and my whole work working style my thought process changed completely and i wanted to be in the sector and that kind of segues really nicely into the next thing that i kind of wanted to ask you about which is that what are the different kinds of vehicles that you know of to do good work so for example like you said yours is social enterprise there's ngos mm-hmm. there's trusts there's societies there's section 8 companies fair trade so any thoughts on any of these different modalities of doing good work or uh, you know even a private limited company can do good work even a private limited company can do good work like for example i as i told you in the beginning like i'm not completely qualified or my company is not completely qualified to be a social enterprise but it can be called because the impact is there because many people mm. like when i was starting many people have told me that why don't you venture why don't you collaborate with some corporations to bring in interns or bring in individuals to work with them i was yeah. like that completely defies my purpose because mm. there is of course there will be a social impact or the cultural impact i would say where a person is coming from another country there will be that impact but i'm also very uh, particular about the impact that the community should be like should be had on yes a, a, a private limited can also be very impactful but then of right. course like uh, they have to be very um, thoughtful about how they are approaching so don't you think that uh, corporations should be building this into their dna in any case i mean efficiency <laughs> community these are like logical things and i guess this is useful for the listeners who are list- who would be listening in is that you know when we have an idea we just want to execute it we just want to do something mm-hmm. new business idea new something but very rarely do we ask the question like why should this entity exist yeah so the idea of um, so in my previous workplace um, mm. one of the very basic thought process in the whole team in the whole like the founder itself was 10 years or 20 years or like even say 5 years down the line this organization shouldn't exist Yeah exactly I love that idea or maybe you do Though that has though that huh <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> I do like it but in a way yeah. where like it will run by itself because this platform as a service provider will be yeah. there because every year the population is increasing and the more more people start coming more people would want to come would want to travel so in that way yes I would want my company to exist but hmm. what i was saying is my previous workplace like social enterprises come into existence with a very strong exit strategy or a very very strong exit thought that we shouldn't be existing there shouldn't be a need which completely uh, resonates with what you were saying but in today's world it's not the case it's not so hmm. easy to not exist it there is a need and it takes a long time or even like forever maybe it takes a long time to address 
to come up with some solution for what the enterprise is working on i think mm -hmm. it's quite interesting what you said so um like non-profit social en enterprises and their reason to exist being finite sometimes mm -hmm. um let's say it's a parallel for seva or service mm -hmm. and um a private not necessarily a private limited company but any company that is existing for its sake for its own sake for its shareholders value and perpetuates mm -hmm. its existence for a group of people um is a kind of a more egocentric driven um, kind of approach so in terms of seva like you sanam want to do something to add value and when you stop adding value you exit the system like a volunteer mm. would for example but mm. you sanam as uh, as a as a businessman entrepreneur who's more self oriented wants to maintain your own existence you know so mm -hmm. a lot of companies uh, ex finally like they might start off to help society in some way or add value to society but then by the virtue of the way they're structured to serve certain people they mm -hmm. end up existing on the planet longer than they should be you know they because mm -hmm. they are there to fuel themselves and by mm -hmm. doing that then that's when like concentration of resources happens and you know that excessive valuations and stuff and the, the 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 purpose of the organization itself is in question yeah indeed indeed like it's exactly like it should be but uh again it is not that way and uh, this makes me think like when you yeah. said should bridge cultures exist it's just like coming to my mind eventually yeah. now when i think about it yeah. as much as i would want my enterprise to exist now yeah. i think the cultural the bridge cultures is existing because of the cultural differences yeah. and people not being uh, uh, yeah. open to experience that so yeah. this helps me think again where eventually there shouldn't be these differences everything should be so smooth that people are yeah. coming they're experiencing they're going and bridge cultures is completely gone out of the picture so in, so um, specific to bridge cultures is any way you uh, um measure your social impact you can one is mm. um like because it is so new it is just like almost 2 years now and okay. we have just catered to two batches of mm. uh, students coming from uh, us and europe so uh, we still don't have any metrics to measure the impact but uh, on the long term impact is what i mean but to measure the short term impact personal on the personal level is where mm. we are coming up with that reflection session personally i am in touch with all the students who have come and gone mm -hmm. and just when i whenever i speak to them is like okay how has the experience been like they underwent they went through the uh, reflection session and it's been like 4 months 5 months or some even like 6 months now mm -hmm. and we are like okay what is the experience how does it feel after work, back after working here and things like that so like one girl very bluntly she said like i have become more resilient i can see myself in challenging situations and sailing through i was like yeah. wow okay yeah so yeah nice. that is the impact that i would say but in the long term yeah. impact i have not of course i don't have any metrics and i have not been able to do that but if mm. the organizations the enterprises that the students have worked with i have heard positive stories from them on how meaningful and valuable the work has been maybe what would be interesting is um, if you have any insights to share from your journey with other people who might be interested in the social entrepreneurship adventure 
if anyone wants to be in the social space it should be like a immediate thought that yes i want to be in this space and uh, work as well as create an impact and you don't have to like as we spoke in the beginning we don't have to have that specific qualities or anything you just have to keep your eyes and ears open be observant and uh, travel like travel also brings in a lot of sensitivity and empathy again because you just learn to adjust yourself in different scenarios you learn to talk to strangers you learn to you learn a lot and that when you learn a lot you build an empathy and that also makes you walk more towards uh, social causes and if you talk about pros and cons um, in india specifically pros is uh, you have a lot going around because india is the hub of market driven like social innovations and cons is um, it's my personal uh, opinion it the social sector most of the time doesn't pay well <laughs> and uh, it's you have to find that balance for me it was a very conscious decision so mm. i don't see any other cons but it's all pros there because you're surrounded by inspiring individuals and you get to meet a lot of diverse uh, people from diverse backgrounds mm. and that's the biggest benefit of working in a social enterprise i would say nice thank you for that um yeah. i guess one last thing how do you feel right now just one word motivated on that happy note <laughs> see you yeah see you nice thank you. you thanks for joining us on this episode of social entrepreneurship in a nutshell make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates on new episodes if you wish to get in touch with any of our speakers just drop us a message and we'll get back to you see you soon